Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers news throughout the gaming industry and a variety of topics. Here's your host for the show, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson. And joining me this week, he is my Destiny Insider. It's the return of Jackson. Jackson's the name. Destiny is the game. Tips Fedora. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, dude. How you been? I've been good. Been good. It's been a nice spring. Uh, you know, things are moving along. Things are good. And uh, yeah, man, looking forward to... To touch it up on Halo and uh, Witch Queen. Yes, today. yes. We will be getting to those, but the first, we always start our episodes off with the headline of the week. And it's a pretty big headline. We had a PlayStation State of Play this past Wednesday. Yeah, dude. When I saw the the one, oh, what was the Prime? Uh, Exo Primal the from Capcom? Exo Primal. I a tear went down my face because my dream game was to get is to pit, pit up pit up giant robots versus dinosaurs and they, we didn't get the giant robots but we got the robot suits and that's close enough so when i was looking <laughs> at that trailer my jaw dropped and a little bit of pee came out of me because i was like dude they fucking did it they heard my prayers <laughs> and it's finally happening next year. So I was, I'm definitely getting that when not coming Yeah, off. next year, uh, summed up, up pretty well. It's mech suits versus dinosaurs. Uh, I was watching a couple other people react to this. Apparently, Exoprimal seems to be the spiritual successor to a former Capcom IP that was known as Dino Crisis. Yeah, I heard, I've heard about Dino Crisis before. Um, it reminded me a lot of the old Lost Planet games. You ever play those? I vaguely know of those. Yeah, I know of the names. It's it's kind of where like it's you know it's a shooting game and you're on a planet and there's a bunch of big big alien monsters and whatnot that you got to kill. It's cool. It's a cool game. Uh, but yeah, that's how they started off with a bang. Uh, then we went into a bit of a touch up for some games that are very close to coming out with Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, got a new trailer for that. And also Stranger of Paradise, one last little brief trailer and then announcing, hey, there's a demo out now uh, because Stranger of Paradise comes out this week at the end of the week. We'll get to that uh, a bit more later on as well. We got one uh, another new trailer for Forspoken, which had been delayed, but we now have a new release date for it, which is October 11th. So I'm I'm kind of excited for this game a little bit. I don't know if I'm if I want to pick it up yet or not. Give me the cliff notes of this game. I don't know. I'm I, I know the name. Um, if you remember at E3, it was at the Square Show. This is the game where the where the woman gets essentially isekai'd into a Final Fantasy world. Oh yeah. Okay. Eh. That's how I. Uh, that's how I've been describing this game. Whenever people ask what this game is, the combat looks interesting. It looks pretty close, hand-to-hand magic stuff like that, like a classic like RPG action RPG game. So. Yeah. It. It. I. I that, those games aren't my thing, but yeah, it's cool. That's cool. 
Uh, we got, got um, I guess, an update. Uh, this was of a game that was announced in 2020, from what I read. Gundam Evolution, a 6v6 Gundam shooter. Uh, that's coming out later this spring. So if you like Gundam games, which most of them aren't great, I hear, this might be the one that breaks the cycle. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, aren't they all shitty? Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. do you fuck up a how do you fuck up a giant robot fighting game? Like, how do you fuck that up? Like that's so I really funny. don't know. Uh, oh, then we wow. probably got one of the cooler things that was announced. Uh, the TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Calabunga Collection. 13 games in one. Basically, all of the old 80s um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, re-HTified, and all in a bundle from Tournament Fighters, the original arcade game, Turtles in Time, and cool. a bunch of others. That is cool. My dad would And it's uh, set to release this year. Sweet. Uh, then we got another new trailer for Gigabash, which is that kaiju multiplayer brawler game. Okay. And then we got something I think nobody was expecting. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. This is a remaster of the original PS3 game. And uh, it's it's coming back for the PS4 and I think the PS5 as well. When, what, when is this? This is coming out early fall 2022 oh okay i might have to try, i might have to try that out it's uh it's this is more of a classic fighting game i know that the other jojo game currently on the playstation 4 system eyes of heaven it's a similar it's similar to that however instead of like being like a full open world open stage brawler open stage fighting game it's a like more of like a classic one where it's yeah doomy. uh but you get 50 characters from across the franchise all the jojos um, and, and if I think they're going to do it, um, if it's a remaster of the game, we'll also get secret character from one of Araki's earlier works, Bao. Hmm, that's pretty and cool. And all he says is Bao. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so look forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. It's a relatively easy Platinum 2, sort of, if I remember. I was talking to uh, our boy Zach, who's been on the podcast before, Actual Trash, PhD about this and uh he said the platinum wasn't too too bad if i'm remembering the conversation correctly hmm okay uh but cool. yeah I'm, I'm excited for that so i guess i'm playing two fighting games this year which is a rarity <laughs> sweet <laughs> uh we then got uh a, a, another game that was shown off i think a year or two ago trek to yomi a new trailer for that which is a samurai type game uh in black and white it's got a pretty i think it's like an all-star cast roughly i don't really know a lot of the japanese talent that's being voiced but the fact that they're showing who the cast is must mean that it's a pretty big cast or like there's one ca cast member in there who's big if you recognize any of the names uh that's coming out later this spring as well uh and then we got an update to returnal the ascension update 3.0 that comes out march 22nd adding campaign co-op and a new survival mode. A lot of people seemed excited about this. Uh, Returnal, of course, being one of the best, one of the be one of the better games uh, that's been out on the PS5. Yeah, yeah, been hearing about it. And then we ended it off with two more Square Enix titles because uh, this was a Japan developer-oriented uh, uh, state of play today. So of course, a lot of Square Enix was going to be there. 
Uh, first, we have a new, I get what looks to be like a real-time tactical RPG, uh, which is the Dio Field Chronicle. That comes out later this year. And Valkyrie Elysium, which comes out later this year as well, which is a sequel to another Valkyrie game, I believe. So look forward to that. And those are, that's everything that was announced at the State of Play. Right on. Awesome. So definitely, I think the big ones were Exo Primal, yeah. um, the Cowabunga Collection, and then depending if you're a JoJo fan or not, uh, All-Star Battle R. I, I am looking forward to that All-Star Battle R. That looks that looks really cool. Now, with that, we can now jump into the what happened the rest of the week. This is, of course, the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the week in review. Uh, starting out with what came out this past week, the Dawn of Ragnarok DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla dropped, Workshop Simulator, and Chocobo GP, which people were excited for this game when they announced it, and it's kind of... It's a game? It's a video game? It's uh, it's uh, I th- it's Square Enix wasn't sure if they were gonna make it free to play or pay or a paid game, and so you could get this fifty dollar game with a I think it's like a ten dollar plus battle pass or race pass I guess. Okay. It's, it's in the pass is the only way to unlock uh, seasonal characters like Cloud Strife and Leon or Squall Leonhart. And from what I gathered, controls are just meh for a kart racer. You'll never, you don't really get a lot of like kart racers that control as well as like the Crash Racing games or Mario Kart. Uh, As for video game news, uh, starting off with uh, a delayment in Nintendo, Advanced Wars 1-2 Reboot Camp is being delayed. As for when we're getting a new release date, we don't know. Um, and this is, they're only delaying this because of real-world events that are currently going on. Because in the beginning of Advanced Wars 1, their version of Russia invades a country. <laughs> what, are, what are the odds? Yeah, so... Oh, oh my god. Understandable of why they're delaying the game. They and, and thank you Reddit. As uh, I was reading the comments, I'm like, oh well, why? Why? And I'm like, I, obviously, like the war. I'm like, okay, yeah, because of war. It's like, oh no, it's actually, it's more likely because of this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a uh, bit of a hot take. That's getting delayed. We won't know when it's coming back. When it's gonna be moved to yet? Uh, but it's a better Nintendo news. Super Nintendo World that's coming to the U.S. next year at Universal Studios Hollywood. It'll finally be open next year, so we can finally try out that uh, the new Mario Kart ride that'll be a part of it. I'm excited for that. I might try to book a trip down there to go to and, and see it myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have money, so I can't personally. <laughs> so, well, we have a year. We have a year to save up. I get, yeah, no, I know, but I, man, we we work in radio. We ain't getting <laughs> shit. Man. We ain't getting shit here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, Elite Dangerous, they have canceled their console development or ver- console version development of the game. Uh, they said it was a hard decision, but they will only be releasing content for the PC version of the game, which they've been doing. But uh, so, yeah, no console version for Elite Dangerous anymore. That will not be happening. I had a friend of mine that was talking about that. Yeah, he's a huge fan of Elite. He said he said that's good. He said it's a good thing. Yeah, with with what I gather as well, Elite Dangerous is such like a big game with 
a lot of things that I feel like it would not do great on consoles anyway. I played Elite Dangerous for like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. I got such bad motion sickness when I was playing it, but it's got its fans. It it definitely does. It definitely does. In more Russia news, Sony's now halted all their PlayStation sales and even blocked the PlayStation store in Russia. Dude, holy shit. Yep. They're the latest, one of the latest. uh, Oh, and and Niantic has also blocked Pokemon Go, Pikmin, the Pikmin AR game. All of their games are no longer available in Russia either. uh, Destiny is, uh, they're cutting off, Bungie's cutting off the service for Russia. A lot and, of uh, they're all getting on board with that. It's a set. It's it is what it is. Yeah, they released a uh, white or sorry, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, a yellow and blue emblem in the, in in game. Oh, that's cool. To, yeah, so I've been rocking that while I was doing some odds and ends this morning for for Destiny. That's cool. That's awesome of them. Yeah. Um, on the bad side of Sony, however, eight more women have come forward with alleged sexual harassment and discrimination. Uh, at Sony. Uh, and we'll have more developments as we follow this. You can currently read up on the entire situation over at Polygon, as that's where the article is. But yes, it's Sony. And just to be clear, it is Sony, not PlayStation. It's Sony itself. But yeah, still not great. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the, 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 they must be gamers. Those pesky gamers. <laughs> that's awful. I'm, I'm sorry. That's awful. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> that is so horrible. God. <laughs> hey we got some news on gotham knights which is that open world rpg with the batman family that's launching october 25th as warner bros montreal made the announcement last week oh yeah forgot that they were still making those batman games i completely forgot about those oh well uh we also have a god of war tv series reportedly in the works at amazon slated for prime video uh lost judgment announced the kaido files dlc uh, finally, uh, with a release date of March 28th, so if you're a fan of Lost Judgment, like I am, uh, you finally have something to look forward to again for that game, which is awesome. It's also, like, the first time they're doing, like, story DLC for a Judgment Yakuza game, as this is, they've never done this before, RGG Studios. They've had, like, small little side quests here and there, but never a full-on another story as DLC for one of their games. So look forward to that, as I know I am. Uh, Modern Doom Desire added the three Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Pokemon starters, uh, Flaycoco, Sprigatito, and Quaxly, into Animal Crossing. And you can download the mod into your AC as well. Uh, can I, I don't know what the can process I in- is. interject with my thoughts on Pokemon? <laughs> yes. So what, what are your thoughts on Scarlet and Violet? On Scarlet and Violet? For for what okay when I saw on a YouTube uh, discussion like thread like because you know how that you can like post like pictures and be like hey fucking uh, whatever uh, and and leave a link for the trailer or whatever I thought that the that that first initial shot was like a fake like I thought I literally thought it was like a a fan made like ROM for like like to be emulated on a PC. I thought it was made in fucking Roblox. That game looks like shit. Like, it looks like garbage. It looks worse than Sword and Shield's graphics. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, 
it, it didn't it didn't Arceus just come out? Like, why are we making new ones already? Like, what the hell? Well, to be fair on that, here's what I will say to that: Sword and Shield came out. Yeah, three, three years four ago. Year, three years yeah. ago. So yeah, technically, through every three years is when we rough three or four years is when we get a new generation of Pokemon. Oh yeah, I get, yeah. No, that which is why we're getting it now. It's it's a very jarring because yes, it's we're getting two like essentially major Pokemon games this year. Well, I guess I I guess with the thought of Brilliant Diamond and Pearl, uh, the Pearl one yeah, coming the, out, Brilliant Diamond and Pearl coming out holiday last year, and then yeah. Arceus coming out early this year, and now we're gonna get another Pokemon holiday this year as well. Yeah, that's no that that yeah. I guess it's just with the timing of it all, but I was like, man, this is, regardless, it looks like shit. It's like this game looks like i will say i said i will say it looks it definitely looks it looks a bit better than sword and shield they're definitely war i feel like the thing that the one thing i will say is like the frames didn't seem all there oh yeah in the initial shot the initial pan i will say i'm like ooh, looks a bit jarring but other than that, there it's definitely going in the better direction, and I'm sure that we'll hopefully see a bit more as well. Knowing my dumbass, I'm gonna get it anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I mean, I can complain to my heart's content. I bought every single Pokemon game that's come out ever. Like, it, uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna just be looming in the back of my head if I don't get those games. Which starter are you leaning towards currently? I like I, I I okay the starters. I will admit they do look cool. I like the kitty, the the uh, the grass. The Despacito cat is what I call it. Yeah, the, <laughs> the grass kitty. I hope it stays on all fucking fours. I I, I, everybody does. Everybody, everybody does. When I saw Litten back in 2016, when Sun and Moon were announced, I was like, oh kitty, I want you to stay on all fours. And then when Incineroar stood up, I was like, kitty shoot this fucking it's like thing. Tor- it's like they they get you with torica it's like okay it's still on all fours we're looking good and then yeah and then incineroar just is stands up and then just like can i want to fuck how do i how do i turn this thing of a starter into a carpet like <laughs> that's what i was thinking <laughs> i'm a fucking monster man um but i like i like the kitty and i like the i like the fire one the the t-rex looking one Fuecoco. Yeah, yeah, that one. I, Little crocodile, I crocodilly. Yeah. He looks cute. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. People are speculating November 11th or 18th uh, of when the actual release dates for the games are going to be because that's usually when a Pokemon game comes out. <laughs> um, hey, if you remember that uh, Artesian build story we reported last week, we got a follow up to it. <laughs> I've been keeping up with that. Not so funny. Uh, so uh, they're shutting down. <laughs> oh, that's too good. They that are shutting down indefinitely. Uh, they tweeted this past week, quote, we are sad to announce that effective now we are freezing slash suspending all activities. Ongoing is analysis by outside counsel for reorganized for reorg to ensure fair treatment of clients, creditors, and employees. We expect more info by month's end. We are open to assistance slash investment. All because the main CEO said that somebody didn't have enough followers. And look at where look at where they're at now. Yep. It's it's don't like just because somebody is a small streamer, don't underestimate the power of the internet. 
never underestimate the power of the internet. That's the one goal, the one thing we can all learn from this. I think another big thing was them losing OTK, which is probably one of their bigger spot, bigger uh, ambassadors. Probably another nail in the coffin for them. Um, in some acquirement news, Atari has bought video game database Moby Games for $1.5 million. Elden Ring speedruns are now under an hour. Uh, as the current world record holder, Lil Aggie, did it in 59 minutes and 38 seconds. Holy shit, man. Yeah. For a game like Elden Ring, I actually caught me off guard. I'm like, wait, holy shit, already? God damn. Um, so that's a cool video to watch. You can go watch that on YouTube if you are into speedruns or Elden Ring. Uh, EA, for a, for a rare win from EA, they uh, had an $11 million loot box fine overturned. Uh, the Netherlands, a Netherlands appeal court ruled that uh, FUT packs are not a form of gambling and that the fine should not have been imposed. And this was for, of course, uh, the FIFA series. Um, the court case had been going on for a while and it's been overturned because they, again, they ruled that it's not gambling. They haven't been a problem, though, for like five years. Like, do you remember when every fucking game had loot boxes? Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely, though, like, I think only EA kind of does it. So it's more or less just them. I think all the other places realized, yeah, they're kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, you know, like Call of Duty got rid of them. Uh, Destiny got rid of them a long time ago. Yeah. uh, Because of because of what, like laws might be coming out and you know it's good though Not, no complaints from me so <laughs> uh itch.io they have a ukraine bundle that you can that can get you over 1000 games for ten dollars uh some of the games include skatebird celeste baba is you and crosscode just to name a few of the bigger titles a part of the bundle and ten dollars minimum. You can of course donate more as all the money that they raised, which they're close to four million raised, is going to the Ukraine. Sweet. Uh Bethesda announced that they're working on a five year roadmap for Fallout seventy six. Okay, I'm sorry. Five years. <laughs> you say did I hear that right? Five yep. years? Five years. You know, like, okay. they they really did fix it. They really did fix Fallout 76. Like, it's playable. It, it was fixed a long time ago. Yes, it's definitely a much different game now than it was when it first got launched and memed on hard. Yeah. See, like, no, that is that is good, though. I'm glad that they kind of got it together and fixed it. Um, I, I, Sarah and I, actually, my girlfriend, Sarah, um, she, we, she really likes that that game. And we used to play it a lot together. But it's just, shooting's too clunky. I don't like the Fallout loop, you know. So, yeah. But, you know, for those who like it, cool. All right. That just means that we're not getting Fallout 5 anytime soon. So, I mean, I, I, they, they haven't even announced Fallout 5 as a thing. Like, we're, no, we know no. we're getting Starfield this year. And then probably a year or two after that, maybe three, is when we're going to see Elder Scrolls 6. Which I am going to take a week off to play. <laughs> I will. I will. I don't care. Nice. Uh, For Honor, they're getting crossplay after five years, finally, on March 17th. Oh, yeah. For Honor's a game. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, and probably the weirdest story this, this week, Snoop Dogg 
<laughs> is now a member of FaZe Clan. <laughs> I heard about this. That's so funny. <laughs> I am baffled. But you know what? You know what's probably funnier? Is I bet you in maybe a month or two or this year, Martha Stewart becomes part of FaZe Clan because wherever Snoop goes, Martha Stewart follows follow, follows. I feel like I feel like it's probably they're they're gonna be a two for one deal. I, Exa- I exactly that. that's essentially what it is. But yeah, that's uh face snoop. It's so silly, man. Well Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg does live streaming. Yeah, like he, he live streams, he even put like he even did his own like little esports league, I think. Yeah. Little little quotation marks. It wasn't that little. It's he's He's done a lot in the gaming world. Like it's kind of nutty if you actually take a, like a look at, take a step back and look at it. Do you remember in Call of Duty Ghosts when he was in announcer pack and he called out when the UAVs were coming in and like, like you get when if you get like a kill streak. I don't remember. I didn't know. I actually don't think I even knew that. What? Yeah. So so Snoop. (laughs) I'm like I can't believe I'm saying this. Snoop Dogg was a uh, was an announcer pack. Like you know, you know when like you play a match of Call of Duty. Yeah. You you have a online over the fucking intercoms and whatnot. That was Snoop Dogg. He did lines for it. So he's like, "Hey, you, hey, you players got a UAV inbound." Oh my god! Like it was like funny shit. It was so hilarious. I bought it. It was like two bucks, and um, and wow, like yeah. So that was like an actual thing, and it was DLC. The um, oh, what's the uh, what's the what's the the like the drill sergeant? It was either from like Major Pain or. Not major pain or full metal jacket, I think. The one where he's like, Your war face, let me see your war face. Oh yeah. Bullshit. That guy. He was a he was a drill sergeant announcer for, for that game too. Oh my so, god. That's yeah. funny. Wow. Okay then. Uh well that's the video game world. Moving on to TCG. We have a release date for the Pokemon Go uh TCG sets. They're gonna be coming out in waves, and the first wave comes out July first. As for the next main TCG set, Astral Radiance, that's coming out May 27th and will be including Hisuian forms of Pokemon. And uh, in a weird TCG story, a Georgia man has been sentenced to 36 months in prison, which is three years, after using his COVID-19 relief money to purchase a Charizard card. Ooh. $57,789 went towards a first edition shadowless and holographic Charizard card with a 9.5 gem mint rating. Yeah, that is not like, see, when I collected serve, like, yeah, you you, you can't really use it for anything else other than bills. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, Vinath, uh, Odomsin, I think it's how you pronounce it, has also agreed to turn the Charizard card over to the prosecutors. What, what the fuck does the government want with a fucking Pokemon card? Well, like, you know what? This Pokemon card, they'll be able to make the, uh, yo, <laughs> the, the government of Georgia now has leverage. It can now compete. It the, can now compete. There's a lot of fucking money in the TCG. There is. It's, it's time for the government. Of Georgia. They, they, they got to do it, man. They got to recoup <laughs> some funds somehow. Yep. 
that's for Pokemon. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box comes out March 18th. Tactical Masters on June 10th. Legendary Duelist Season 3, the collectible dice and the packs come out June 24th. Power of the Elements sometime later in 2022. And the Elemental Hero accessories on August 5th. And in Magic the Gathering, the Secret Lair Street Fighter collab is still ready for pre-order in that it going going until the 18th of March. So get your pre-orders in if you want some special Street Fighter uh Magic the Gathering cards. And in the world of board game news, we actually probably have, this is probably the most board game news we've ever had on the podcast. Uh, starting off in D&D, Critical Role, their new campaign book, Critical Role, Call of the Netherdeep, co-designed by Matt Mercer, comes out March 15th. Uh, and there's also a current playtest underway uh, for 5th edition uh, for uh, the Dragonlance setting, which was best known as a novel series um, back in 1st edition. Of the game. Uh, the new playtest will include the Kender Race, Looter Magic, Sorcerer Subclass, some new backgrounds, and new feats as well. In board game news from Funko, they're jumping into a classic cinema piece, Rear Window. Uh, they're making a board game out of that, which is a modern take based on the 1954 Alfred Hitchcock movie. Uh, a quote from the news release, uh, you can experience Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece Rear Window in this game of deduction and suspense. Carefully observe strange clues and ominous patterns in the, in the things going on in the apartments across the way. There are parties, knives, a saw, bickering, laughing music, and a mysterious trunk. Do you detect a murder, or is the secret private world of the neighbors planting frightening ideas in your mind? So, essentially a clue cross a mystery game. Uh, mystery board game uh, based off of the Hitchcock movie. And last, uh, uh, then Leviathan Wilds from the co-designer of Star Wars Imperial Assault was announced. It's a Shadow of the Colossus inspired game that combines hand management with some tactics, creating a campaign game focused on movement and combat. combat. That's entering crowdfunding later this year. And Villainous, the classic or the very fa the very popular Disney uh, board game where you play as Disney villains trying to get up to whatever deeds, that's getting a Star Wars expansion. Star Wars Villainous, Power of the Dark Side. It's going to feature famous Star Wars villains Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Asajj Ventress, General Grievous, and Moff Gideon. That will be coming to retail uh, summer 2022 for $39.99 American. And that's the Week in Review. Uh, looking ahead to what's coming out this week, here is what should be on your radar for March 14th to 18th. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. No game releases on the Monday, but on Tuesday, Grand Theft Auto V comes out again for the PS5 and Series X. What year is this, 2013? Uh, it's uh, actually 2022. Nine years! Nine years and how many releases later, we're still going. It's so awesome. Uh, Phantom Breaker Omnia comes to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The Cruel King and the Great Hero comes out as well. Uh, Wednesday, Paradise Killer comes to the Xboxes and the Playstations. And Tunic comes to the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. On Thursday, Anno Mutation M comes to the PS4 and PC. Monster Energy Supercross goes to everything but the Switch. Shredders comes to the Series X and PC. 
Persona 4 Arena Ultimax comes to the PS4, Switch, and PC, which I am picking up. I would pre-order it, but I'm going to get it on the PS4, and pre-orders are oddly not there on the PS4 digitally, so I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> uh, Dark DD comes to the Switch. Star, Star Tenders comes to the PSVR and the Quest. This Means Warp comes to the PC, and WRC10 comes to the Switch in Europe. Lastly, on Friday, Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus comes to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin comes to everything except the Switch. However, if you pre-ordered the digital copy, it comes out earlier on the 15th, which is Tuesday, as early access. And that's everything coming out this week. Anything catch your fancy? Not, uh, not particularly, no. I mean, the Monster Energy Supercross uh, definitely is uh, right up my alley because I like... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that joke. It, 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 <laughs> I like that, monster. Not, it keeps me awake. <laughs> I like monster because it makes it makes me fucking vibrate and it simulates crack for me perfectly. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's my take. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, as I said earlier, P- I'm gonna be playing P4A. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I also have Stranger Paradise on the pre-order, so I will be playing that on Tuesday. Uh, Moving on from that, it's time to get into this week's Destiny report. Uh, Let's jump into this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. A little thing this week in Destiny came out. Or not this week, like two, three weeks ago. Recently. Uh, the little note expansion, you know, the Witch Queen, a small little, a small little thing. Not, not a ton of us were looking forward to. I, just some diehard fans, really. Um, no, jokes aside, though, um, great expansion, fucking awesome. Um, you know, like, okay, so I remember June 2020, sitting in my computer when the reveal for Beyond Light was coming out. Beyond Light was hot garbage. It fucking sucked. Um, And I remember when they had announced the Witch Queen and then the next expansion for 2023, Lightfall. And there's a fourth one on the horizon after Lightfall 2024 for the called the final shape. We know not, not, we basically know nothing about the, the, the other two, but but I digress. Um, The Witch Queen story, it's, it is the best story campaign, I think. And this, and look, I've played every DLC that Destiny has. Like, I've been there since the beginning. And I mean it when I say that this has to be the best campaign that they have ever done in a Destiny, in, a, in, in Destiny ever. Um, wow. Like, Taken King was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Forsaken was really good. Rise of Iron you know that that one was okay that was passable it was it was all right um and beyond light was awful and shadow keep was um shadow keep was a destiny dlc and that's what i'll leave it at um <laughs> but for real like witch queen is great like if if you're looking for like something akin to like halo or doom or i i i don't know like any other like first person shooter like campaign based game 
this the witch queen stands up to it and it's like got a cohesive 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 beginning middle and end and Ooh. there's no like do you remember uh like playing a dlc in destiny where it's like okay you're you do the first two missions and it's like ah oh, god damn it i gotta go farm fucking strikes because i'm it, the, the next mission is 20 power higher than what i am and i'm gonna get stomped do you recall ever playing that like or facing that problem when playing dlcs like back in the day when you used to play no i actually never really had that issue because i think with my with my destiny one experience i'll start with that i did the story and then like every other quest that like unlocked as you did the story i basically did all those did the strikes basically like with those unlocked beat the story did them all again on hard mode uh then did the dlc then did the expansions as they came out and i never really had any issues with that so that was so the thing about okay well that's that that's good that that's good that you never really found trouble for yeah i never had troubles i can't speak for everybody neither have i neither have i um but there was a lot of people that that had issue with like and you know what the destiny 2's vanilla expansion was horrible for this reason where you would it would soft block you from progressing any further unless you you went unless unless you would go and grind shit and then come back and then keep doing the story like just putting it at a halt for no reason it doesn't do that and it's a basic it's beginning to beginning to end fucking just you do it and whatever but the story but story wise you know to to give you a cliff note savathun is is a villain that has been on the back burner for since destiny 2 came out and it's when she it was revealed that she was going to be this this expansion's villain everybody was like holy shit like about fucking time so um all of these events from uh from forsaken to shadow keep to beyond light to to now like if it's all culminated in this dlc and if as a, as a guy that knows lore like kind of destiny lore it it was a good payoff i think um you you may be a little bit lost if you don't know the story of forsaken and the quote-unquote story of shadow keep and and like the 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 story of beyond light but it was it all in all like it was very good uh best if i were to recommend any destiny expansion this one would be it but uh what they added for it though not a whole lot really um the weapon crafting was great uh they're the weapons that are um in it like the selection they're very limited but but the expansion just came out. I'm sure by the end of the year, we're going to have dozens of weapons to, 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 to craft. It'll be good. It'll be fine. Um, it's, it's a slow burn right now. Other, aside from the story, um, the story being really good, they've added some six-player uh, match-made activities that, you know, they're serviceable. They're, they're, about, they're about as Destiny, a six-player activity as Destiny gets. You know, it's, it's, you, you load in, you shoot shit, you get your loot, go on like that's yeah. that's it and that's and and that's fine you know that's to be expected i'm not expecting them to reinvent the wheel here um but uh the, the uh the new there's two new strikes the light blade which if you recall from taking king tony 
uh, the Dark Blade strike. Oh, the, he was the guy that was in the pit, right? Yeah. They, I they, do remember that. Sabathun wow. Okay. Resurrected him. Yeah. And, and oh, he is in a new strike now. That's cool. And it's a good strike too. It's a cool strike where you ride like a barge and you just got to shoot enemies as you go. Um, and that's a fun one. And the other one, I don't remember the other one's name, honestly. It, it was, it's set in like a, a swampy area of the new throne world expand, uh, uh, destination. Uh, and, it's like a scorn one and that one's okay it's you you go you you fight your way through darkness architecture and fight your way through it and uh it's cool it's it's all right the the strikes they're fine they're 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 strikes it's that's it it, obviously you know as time goes on and you we play them more and more we're gonna get sick of them that's just but that's just how it is right new stuff's gonna come along and 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 whatever i'm used to the the psychology of (laughs) destiny i know in in two months closer to when the new seasons come out oh well destiny needs to change (laughs) <laughs> that's what people are going to say but the, overall the state of the game uh, compared to a year ago is just it's better the seasonal content season of the risen uh, it's it's good it's uh it's it, it's it's fine uh the new weapons that they added in they're really good uh the one quest there's a quest exotic where it like it's like a grenade launcher can change the elephant uh, <laughs> elephant element on it fuck i'm just fucking up my words words today <laughs> um there you go um it shoots like a wave that like you just you can change the elephant i almost did it again element and it I, I feel like, like at this point wave. destiny should just add an elephant gun it should honestly they added a gun that shoots hive worms and it's awesome it's broken <laughs> right now <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, but for the bit, so like this campaign is good. And uh, honestly, like after playing everything, I have done everything. I am like really close to getting the, uh, the uh, uh, expansions uh, title gumshoe, stupid name, dumb fucking name. Uh, It's it basically like post game there's not a crazy amount to do um i've done everything i've gotten all the weapons i got some weapons that i need to craft still um i'm kind of just mostly sticking around to get the raid title the 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 uh throne world title and the risen title and then after that it's like okay i'm gonna quit playing for a little bit um but overall not a bad time to hop back into destiny great great time to do it um and you know it's it's good um and uh oh i almost forgot about the new void abilities they're great um it's really good they gave the void they're giving the light abilities um the stasis treatment where it's super customizable and and um right now like it's good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this this season's like meta is just making everything explode and clearing out rooms as fast as possible by making like volatile void explosions. It's so awesome. It's so much fun goofing around and dicking around with all these subclasses. Um, Isn't there like really, a new melee weapon as well? Yeah, the glaive. Uh, the glaive is. Eh. It's it's a it's a it's a thing. Uh, okay. In, in, in <laughs> but okay. All, all seriousness though. Um, the the base glaive that you get it's okay you're meant to use it a bunch level it up and then that's your sort of your 
initial kind of, hey, this is what crafting is like. You use it, you level it up, you change the perks. And then obviously, once it gets higher level, it gets better, but it sucks when you get it. Like it's so I I would rather just I'd rather just shoot things than poke things. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why bring a Why bring a knife to a gunfight? type type thing so um it's just i was just i I was like a little underwhelmed by it but again like um it's it's uh, but i understand that i'm i need to actually fucking use it to make it better the exotic glaives i heard from people who have it i have a few friends that have unlocked um the warlock glaive and the titan glaive they're good uh they got really good abilities the warlock one adds rifts on the ground that heal titans has a uh, bubble so that's awesome and the hunter one i think just shoots like a like a wave or something i i forget uh, the hunters hunters got really screwed <laughs> for all the abilities <laughs> and weapons and exotics in this dlc i'm not kidding you the raid yeah let's talk about the raid uh you uh, uh, this past sunday you uh or i guess two sundays ago because you're listening to this on the monday uh you you were telling me beforehand you sat down for well you took five hours on the first part alone how many how much how much time did you waste day one of the okay so here's so here is a full breakdown i want to give you a bit of context for the race too because there was a lot of problems this one on this this particular raid it hasn't happened ever but it's i'll i'll answer your question so i personally did Day one, no, I'm okay. Sorry, I'll get to the problems first because yeah. it ties into my 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 run. So day one, um, a lot of streamers are having troubles with connection issues, and that's because the beginning of the raid begin it begins with you escorting a cart to the entrance of the raid so that the door opens. So this zone is only programmed for three people to be in it. And of course, raids have six people. And this is an activity like that should be programmed to have six people in it. So what ended up happening was a lot of teams kept getting disconnected at this part and stopping um, people from actually doing it effectively. Um, There's a, uh, there's a destiny, um, a destiny monkey i mean twitch streamer uh Swetsical, who um was sitting in the uh sitting in this beginning section this isn't they, they're keep in mind that this isn't an encounter this is the intro to the raid to get into it this isn't you, you ain't getting loot from this part yeah there's no fighting it's well there's there's fighting like, but it's not it's, it's fighting funny. ads it's not an encounter yeah it's just killing ads um, so Sweatsicle and Team Redeem uh, were in this part, this escorting part, for an hour and a half trying to get into it. And a, I believe a viewer just gave them the checkpoint to get into it. Once they beat the first encounter, the raid just didn't load. It didn't, they didn't do anything. So they went to orbit to restart and, or like to try and just progressed because it could could have been a connection issue which which it was and they had to do the first encounter all over again and that first encounter sucked but i'm a i'm an idiot so so anyway long story short a ton of people were having connection issues on day one and because of that it extended contest mode which is basically like the the um the challenging like the like the day one like 
challenge that makes the raid like fucking so goddamn hard to do when you're when on day one that's why it's such a it's such a high honor honor to get uh to get day one done because it's it's it's, it's like a hundred times more challenging so my thing we didn't do it on march 5th when the raid came out me and my team we ended up doing it on the sunday march uh, sixth because I just through some scheduling stuff and whatnot. And then I noticed that they extended the contest like, Oh shit. Hey guys, look at this. And they're like, okay, well let's do it. We were in the first encounter after we got past the little barge section. I was like, okay, well if this is any indicator, dude, we're fine. We're, we're going to be good. We're going to be fine. We got into the first encounter and we were in there for five hours. Um, and uh we so what 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 is the first encounter in the okay so the first encounter is basically just matching it's matching and finding symbols in a room i tony i could i could sit here all day and explain it it's very difficult for me to just explain this to you but you gotta you gotta stand on three plates there's three symbols you gotta keep in mind for one plate determines like where where a a particular ad spawns you shoot it and then it reveals a the symbol for a door that you have to go in and then shoot a particular little mini boss thing and then and then we and then when you get into it you get a symbol you go back get on one of the plates and it's like okay uh i have a a symbol here a symbol here a symbol here okay we got to shoot here it's it's really difficult to explain um and it's really hard to wrap your head around it the beginning like when you're first doing it but it's basically just matching it like going and finding a place and then mat, uh, find, finding get to the plate figure out the icon shoot icon shoot add go to door with icon shoot big boss yeah it's similar yeah so anyway the that's the first encounter the second encounter is the first boss now the caretaker is this first boss he's a cool boss he he's great in bed but he's a cool looking boss too. he's, <laughs> he's a scorn <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> so he um is so, so the caretaker is this big big scorn ogre looking thing he's got a big like cloak on and he's just like i was like oh damn that thing is fucking cool and so anyway um yeah he's a he's got some cool mechanics uh i'm the stun master according to my 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 buddies uh i know how to, we because there's like a stun mechanic and we get him every single time and and that makes it just a million times easier uh i so the caretaker you can stun him the more you stun him the better because uh when he gets to the middle he he does a white mechanic um where there's two people that do ad clearing and just making sure that you know it's not a problem uh and then there's two people that go inside a room and then they have to memorize where these it's the same symbols from room one it's the same kind of mechanic where they look at the symbols on the wall they go in get the symbols shoot this like totem thing and match the symbols and then rinse and repeat that like three or four times the third encounter is where like everybody i think struggles it's you got there's three relics there's three relics and they're actually from raids past like the vault of glass relic which he, like which cleanses you the taken heart or the sorry the eye of riven from uh what's it uh last wish and there's a third like laser shooting one and it's not it's not like the exact thing but it's a uh it's the same sort of mechanic as the uh leviathan's like light seeds you know where you you use it you stand in a little particular pool and then shoot at a little plant yeah um, 
is that little laser thing that's in it, but it's not the exact same like specific mechanic. Uh, you, it's like a gauntlet where you run through it, you you find the symbols, and then there's there's three or four bosses, little things that spawn. Glyph keepers is what they're called. You kill a glyph keeper, and then it shows you. It's like okay, I have this symbol, and the other guy down the hall has that symbol. Okay, shoot those those two match. Okay, shoot the one on the door, and it opens a door. And the fourth encounter, I don't know, actually. I've never gotten to the fourth encounter, uh, which is Rolk. Rolk is a cool-looking boss. And, and the, the best part is he, is he is the first new race in Destiny since oh, the game shit. came out. He, because, okay, like, I only say new race because it's like, okay, Taken are, Taken are the same, like... Yeah, Taken know, are just a corrupted version of, like, the Fallen, the Hive, and the Vex and the Cabal, because all four could be Taken. Yeah, so, like, I, and Scorn are just Fallen that are corrupted with Dark Aether. Rolk is a new, brand new species um, in the game. Rolk is from a different planet, and he serves... Okay, spoiler alert for the Witch Queen <laughs> campaign. Uh, so Savathun is when she was um, when she was she wanted to free her worm so that she could fight this the Thanos essentially of destiny known as the Witness. The Witness controls the the darkness. Okay, um, and you see him in the campaign. It's in a, it's in a cutscene. Um, he controls the darkness. And he has it out to kill the traveler, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking nuke, I'm gonna fuck this guy up in a year when all the seasonal content this year is done." He's like, and "I'll wait for your seasonal content to end, traveler, and then I'll be there." Literally, yeah. So that's gonna basically be the story of Lightfall. Um, and uh, he controls the darkness, and uh, he he's the one that caused the collapse in destiny you know how like everything got all messed up right yeah in the solar system he's the cause of that so it was revealed at the very end of of the witch queen that sabathun actually saved the traveler um she she faked either like she the witness said okay go destroy the traveler to sabathun or um she either just made an illusion and tricked him or something like that, but she did save the traveler. And that's why the traveler gave her the light because he's like, Hey, you saved me a billion years ago or whatever during this collapse. Not a billion. That's that's yeah. It, it was on earth, but it's just like, Hey, you, you got my back. I'll give you a little. Yeah. Oh, you're dying. Oh, oh, you're dying. Oh, okay. Well, you protected me. So I guess. All right. I Consider, guess I'll take pity on I you. Get, all right, we'll, we're we're even now. So that's why she got. Um, that's why she got the light. And so basically, the witness, the witness is the big bad Rolk, the raid boss. He yeah. is his right hand man. Um, Rolk oh. is is yeah. So there, so the witness, you see very quick glimpses of what could possibly be a brand new race in. And in, in the when you see the witness in his cutscene, um, so the scorn and the taken, they kind of answer to him now. So instead of whenever some some weird calamity happens in the in Destiny, we're no longer like oh Savathun, it's oh the witness, like it. That's that's he's so he's going to be either in Lightfall or 2024's expansion, the final shape. 
but it's cool. Like this, it's, it's nice to know where this shit is going. You know what I mean? It's not just, Hey, here's the monster of the week. Here's some new guns and turn them into a fucking whatever and a raid. But no, you know what? This, the vow disciple, this is, that's the new raid. It's cool. It's a cool, sh- it's a cool raid. It's set in the darkness ship. The architecture is really awesome. There's a lot of, there's like a lot of like, it's like going through a museum as an ant. You know, it's like there's all these big bones and there's a freaking worm god in the corner just chilling. And uh, there's all these like relics and stuff like that from previous raids. And it's like, oh, man, this is it is that's from that thing I like. And then they and then you see Rolk, which is like this big human looking thing. And but and it's cool. Like, it's cool. It's a cool raid. I could probably see it getting old. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't I'm not a big fan of the Deepstone Crypt raid. But honestly, man, this was a good expansion. This was a really, really good expansion. Um, and the seasonal content is good. If this is any precedent of what it's going to be like, I think we're in for a good year, man. Like, this is going to be a, a good content year. Funny, when I was uh, when I was actually looking at some last-minute, you know, videos and reviews and whatnot to prepare for the contest. The reason why I said that Swetsicle was a, was a Destiny monkey was because he put out a really shitty take earlier. He was basically saying that we need a Destiny 3 now because 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 his reasons were um, Gambit's shitty, uh, Power Creep is bad, and, um, and uh, there's no uh, incentives anymore, but it's like... Dude, you literally play this game 25 hours a day. It's your job. Shut up. Like <laughs> And and another thing too, they they tried to they tried to fix power creep with sunsetting. Last year when I came on and bitched about Beyond Light and sunsetting, it's like, okay, well, do you want that to happen again? Like do you want to do you want to deal with another sunsetting system again? And, uh, oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah. What if they listen, what if they listen to you and, uh, they make a destiny three, we're going to be bitching about all the aspiration and fucking shit being gone in six months when the game comes out. It's like, dude, like destiny two is fine right now. It's, it's, it's really, it's really hard because Twitch streamers play the game so much and, and of course, like when your friends, when your friends say it, like, oh, come play Destiny with me, 90% chance they're, they're going to play with you for a day and then just leave you to your own devices and then whatever. So it's really hard. I, I can understand why people are so apprehensive about getting back into it. Well, it, it's very much, be, it's become more of an MMO at this point. It's it is. Very, it totally is. It totally is. Yeah. But you know what? It's a, it, it's good. You know what? Destiny has never been better. Um, and uh, no, it's this is a great point to get into it. I I think if for any I think new... I think like the I feel like the players who might get the most out of this are people who played who played Destiny one up to the Taken King and like they finished Taken King and that's where they dropped off. I feel like this is like a really good. For yeah, them. that's that storyline. It like it pays like this. It's not just like just the Taken King. Like obviously, like you know, Dark Below was the catalyst for Taken King, and the Taken King is the catalyst for the Witch Queen because, because, um, because Savathun's like, you killed my fucking brother, bitch. Like I'm gonna kill you, and um, and so yeah. But like honestly, like this, you know how an MCU like 
there's all these little things that weave into each other. And, yeah. And then it just paid off in Infinity War. This is the Infinity War kind of, or yeah, Infinity War of Destiny kind of thing. This is the where, Infinity War, and then um, the next expansion is Endgame. Essentially. Yeah. So, but what from what we kind of gather in the Lightfall DLC, we're gonna probably ha- choose a side between fighting for the dark or fighting for the light, and but don't don't quote me on that. Yeah, that's kind of what the theme sounds like for Lightfall. Um, so that's gonna be cool, man. And I feel like and and. I don't want to spoil too much, but the reaction that your ghost has to finding out how the hive got the light, he's pissed. He is fucking pissed. And uh, and and I feel like that that's going to be sort of the thing that's going to be make you plant the seed. Like, you know what? Maybe the light kind of sucks. Like, you know, like maybe this thing kind of sucks ass and isn't like a good force, but no man it's good it's it's good witch queen is great and uh the the seasonal stuff that's offered right now is really really good um and yeah like a good good time to be a destiny fan it's come a long way since 2017 i was looking at old gameplay of 2017 destiny i was like holy shit man this game sucks this game looks (laughs) like it fucking sucks god yeah but that yeah closing thoughts like again I, i i hate to sound like a broken record but no it's good it's it's good it's solid um recommended to anybody right now even sarah is playing it wow uh, in the story and she likes it she thinks it's really cool so um yeah great great time to be a destiny fan that's for sure moving on to our second conversation a bit of a repeat as well as uh last time we had you on us we're talking halo again yeah so now that everything because halo infinite hadn't the full campaign hadn't come out yeah the last it was time i think the last time we talked like I don't think any of well, it, it was, had been out. It was because uh, I may have talked about the. Oh yeah, no, because I was talking about the 30th anniversary content, which is too, good too, by the way. That content is awesome. Yeah. So Halo Infinite. Okay. So there are video games. Okay. Halo Infinite is one of them. Uh, that was that's that that's my thoughts. But in all seriousness, um. I don't like this game. I really do really? like Halo Infinite. I really, I kind of finished the campaign and I was just like, yeah, you know, this game kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> like, is, this, so, yeah. is it the story? Is it the game? What? So, uh, you know what? Okay. So I'll start with, I'll start with the, uh, the campaign. So it, it had a really interesting, I, I was all on bo- the open world aspect is fun. Like that's, that is a good, saving grace for it that was kind of what what wanted me to finish it but like honestly like it it so gameplay wise the gameplay is a lot of fun it's the the gameplay is the saving grace the story it's okay so so all right they set up this invasion of this zeta halo like what 2015 five six seven years ago like yeah, this, what, the, like the, the end of Halo Five, essentially. Yeah, the end of Halo Five when they first teased Zeta, Zeta Halo, and my 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 weird my complaint with it is that okay, you tease this invasion, and in the Halo Infinite, there's no you don't see the invasion. You, it, it, like it just it's just okay. First cutscene is when they're invading. Six months later, 
and then that's when the game happens it's like okay well what i'm sorry what like where is where did how did we get here like kind of thing and that's the whole mystery of like oh okay well what happened cortana is dead in the game and i don't know how she nobody knows how she died in in the game um she i'm just like what like okay i'm what like you don't see you're not gonna explain this so any and so anyway i'm i'm fucking raising my blood pressure here um this story like it was really bad i didn't like it granted it was better than halo fives halo fives was stupid like just yeah. plain stupid whereas this part had its moments um erisham was the main villain or was the main villain um or not erisham i'm thinking of fucking eternals not fucking uh i don't even remember what the main villain's name yeah is. but the brutes the the, the, the brute brutes. guy whatever his fucking name asherum that's his name asherum there we go and uh, Ar- they're similar similar Ar- names asherum yeah so it, it, no erisham fucking eternal uh, that's that movie sucks too um but i don't know it, like it just like it was it felt like far cry you know like it just it felt like i was playing far cry 3 and i was just like this kind of sucks honestly it was just i don't know it wasn't very good the story it ended up setting up like uh, okay so the very the 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 main kind of leader of the brutes and like the banished atriox he was a great character in halo wars 2 and they just did away with him in 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 halo infinite he died but somehow he's back in the in the at the end for a very brief moment, um, and it's like, okay, well, I'm can't wait till I'm thirty years old when this gets resolved. So, um, <laughs> literally, with the rate that this shit's coming out, and so it's like, I don't know. It was just this, and I'm not doing a very good job of justifying this because I literally can't get my like I can't. The Halo story has become like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, you know what? That's a good way. That's a good thing to do. It. I it's, think everything after Halo 4, it becomes convoluted. It's very convoluted and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like everything up to that point. Halo 1, the story's obvious. We're, we're escaping the Covenant from... Well, I guess we start with Reach. And Reach's story is easy. It's just like, hey, Covenant are invading. We gotta get people out of here. We gotta save our planet. We don't. So our hope... We got it on the Pillar of Autumn in Halo 1, and now they're off escaping, but they, them and the Covenant all end up in the Halo Ring, crashing on the Halo Ring. Now we got to find our people, get off the Halo Ring. Oh, everyone's dead. Cool. We escape. We blow up the ring. We have a celebration for the two lone survivors of Chief and Sergeant Johnson in Halo 2. Uh, the Covenant find Earth accidentally. We fight the Covenant, deal with the Prophets, Get to high charity to, and the flood are back as well, and they're causing havoc. With where Halo 2 ends and Halo 3 begins, there's a bit of a thing that happens that they I wish they elaborated on a little bit more. I think the diff the time difference between um between Halo 2 and 3 is like a week. Yeah, it's like it's like it, while it's like only just a week, it's still just like, well, geez, Chief just fell out of the sky. Why? I thought he was still on high charity. If you go on, like, it's, there's a book. There's a book you can read of, like, what happened in that week. And we're, like, Chief almost assassinated um, Truth and whatnot. 
But that, you know, you can read that if you don't. Otherwise, there's a nice little Reddit post that summarized it very nicely. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Reddit. Uh, Halo 3, we stop the arc or whatever it is to, from making the other ring. We blow it up. We escape or the humans escape. We don't. But we survive, and now we're just drifting in space. Halo 4 picks up where we finally wake up after Cortana sent out so many distress signals. And then you can watch the Forward Until Dawn series, because uh, that basically is also the prequel to 4. Uh, ODST is a nice little side story of, like, another angle of what happened before Halo 3. Mm-hmm. During, during Halo 2 leading up to an ending with like the very beginning of halo three halo three yeah and then uh halo wars one and two nice kind of just lore pieces i guess of the war but then halo five is like hey Cortana's not actually dead and the chief's gone awol and now you're this lock and and it's just like what and there's so much like of a time skip as well with that it's just like well how where do all these pieces get from here to there and now with infinite as well it's just like hey even worse what? yeah like Locke is dead in halo yeah. infinite you don't you don't see it you don't you, you hear it in a covenant or in a grunt uh yeah in a grunt in a little if you listen to the grunts conversation that's that's how you know it's like wait what yeah yeah so no it just it was all over the place just like my thoughts on it um yeah at and, least the um, gameplay is fun the gameplay is fun and that's the only good thing about it and in my opinion um how's the grappling hook is it a lot is it good it's fun it's it's good it's like it's nice zipping around playing spider-man that's for sure um <laughs> when when you're using it um as for the uh multiplayer um, yeah multiplayer that came out earlier uh that came out free uh that was nice and it came out like way before like the game because people thought it would all be one but they're like hey we're releasing multiplayer early enjoy and it was like whoa I remember I was on that day one, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. Day one, at least. Yeah. So the multiplayer, when it came out, was great. Like, it was cool. But then 343 just kind of started fucking up. They So what? what in, so, okay, they released this. The, the, the very first event was the Fracture Tenrai event, which is Fiesta. That was fine it was to get samurai armor cosmetics and yeah there's a lot of questionable like like questionable like store like 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 or things like okay like you know how in halo you got yeah your your armor you can select any armor set a piece of armor and you can interchange it with anything no there's armor cores that only pertain to certain aspect or like certain armors and and when i was talking to my buddies about this i was like well why the fuck would they do that they're like well money obviously and i'm thinking literally you can still charge for the armor like the armor core aspect you can remove it and you can still charge for armor and it's so it's so baffling um they're they've slowly been adding more modes to it which is fine um, and there was the thing that kind of the straw that broke the camel's back was for me personally, I haven't played this. I haven't played multiplayer. I am reinstalling it actually right now as we speak, because I want to just see if there's any updates, kind of just want to check it out, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I haven't touched it in about a month because, because of just, I don't know, the lack of the lack of giving a shitness that, that three, four, three has. So, 
so here's here's the the, the back to my extra that broke the camel's back for me um so they had released a an event called cyber showdown which uh was it was uh basically like um gears of war like elimination where you have a certain amount of lives and if first team to lose all of them loses pretty basic concept um so what what they made a cosmetic that um it was like a spiky holographic mohawk and 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 look i'm telling you that shit was not aligned that itself in and of itself was fine like i'm oh fucking oh it's a cosmetic you can't even see like bear well you can see it but the, the the the, the the messed up part that's not the problem so the the thing the thing for me was the response to it um it's it was that and like these some of these things weren't aligned there was a lot of connection issues and a lot of really really messed up like like big team battle has been broken for a month like nobody can queue into it because it, it just keeps crashing and so 343's response was okay we're gonna be getting the fixes out for big team battle soon but we won't be able to patch this uh this uh this these cosmetics until may then when the next season starts and we kind of collectively as a as a community was like are you kidding me like you can't you guys can't fix a cosmetic in 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 a like like in that and it and it it takes you that long to fix a fucking cosmetic like yeah that's uh... so and there's also just all sorts of bizarre shit too like like just the progression system you've heard you've heard all these all these complaints before the progression system fucking sucks yeah the challenges especially like okay you got your daily challenges and you gotta pair these with your your event challenges like okay for example i'm at battle pass 100 like i finished the battle pass a long time ago um so when there's an event going on um i still get my weekly challenges mixed in with the event challenges so i have to go okay so i have to play the new event get 10 kills or whatever get kill 10 spartans in in this in this activity and then oh okay i got three more challenges to do until i can unlock the next one so i gotta waste my time going and playing big team battle getting kills the fucking skewer or something stupid oh this oh i i got the skewer five times but oh it didn't end up counting so gotta go waste my time oh i can't connect oh oh no 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 oh no ah dang that's too bad oh i wasted three hours trying to get us get three skewer kills great that's effective a skewer kill an hour whoop-de-doo oh that'll oh only three more challenges to do oh i gotta go blow up a warthog with a fucking plasma pistol nice it's like and then oh and then after six hours of doing this then i can unlock the next tier or the next challenge for this event and then that's when I can get the next cosmetic. It's like you guys couldn't make a fucking just dailies and event challenges. Just two tabs. Like, are you kidding me? And so, like, it's just, it's so, it's so hard to progress, especially when there's event challenges and stuff. It's different. It's different if you're leveling up with the battle pass. Like, it, it's it's different when it's done. But for guys like me who got it done and are doing this these events to get it, get it going um i'm going off on a very long tangent 
um, it's it just it sucks. And you know other- what? I here's the thing. I actually kind of want to compare that experience actually because that's actually, I understand that yeah one hundredfold. And like you see, I never thought I would because I've never thought in my life I would ever complete a battle pass. But then, if you guys watch me on Twitch, you know that I play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel of recently, and they have a dual pass. I got that to 100 within the first week. No, not within the first two weeks of the game being out. And ever since I got that, ranked duels are essentially not worth it. Yeah, see, like, it's just, it's, it's... And then, and um, you know, it's like, and it's the fault is the onus is kind of on me for playing the thing. But again, it's, that's, that's the point, you know, that's the point of the game. So I don't know. It's just, the progression is just fucked. It's it's fucked up. And I just want and like, and it needs to get fixed. Um, so, but honestly, like the gameplay is good. The community is really toxic. Like it's really fucking toxic. Holy shit, man. I hate playing ranked. I don't play ranked. But like, I don't know, the c- customization in the game, it sucks ass. Like it's so bad. Um, yeah, it like, sounds very I, limited. Yeah, it's so bad. The um, the, the battle pass armor, it's, it's, it's all good, but it's like, okay, it's all of the Halo Reach like armor sets which is fine it's cool i like the halo reach armor but it's like okay like this is a new halo i would like new just different armor sets you know the you know the helmet like the mark 7 helmet that's like was all over like the multiplayer marketing and stuff like kind of looks like a little bit like an odst helmet do you know what i'm talking about you don't unlock that helmet until like battle pass like rank like 89 or something like that my god yeah and so like when you when everybody was starting off it everybody looked the fucking same because everybody had the same shit and so it just it just was was it was just so bad like just when it came out and and it's and just by the sounds of it like 343 like can like it just can't they can't update it quick enough you know fortnite like it they come out with the new set of shit like every week destiny 2 yeah. it took a while for them to get to this part but they were able, they're able to iron out hot fixes so quick and get everything so like there's there's like bi-weekly like hot fixes and whatnot um and it, a lot of them are really good and and whatnot. They it, no no more do we have to wait till next season for shit to get fixed. In that's in, nice in, in Destiny. And so the, to give give Bungie credit, but it's like, dude, like you guys are owned by fucking Microsoft, and you guys can't get you guys can't simply can't fix a cosmetic until. I don't know for another two months like really like dude come on this season was going to be a lot shorter but they had to spend so much time fixing the game to develop instead of developing the next season's worth of like cosmetics which is awful and I'm just like bro you, you really you guys out of all people it's so funny that 343 studios exist solely to create Halo and they have done nothing but suck at create Halo like yeah I just I don't get it. It's so bizarre, but that's to end off like like it's Halo. There are to end my my final point. There are video games, and Halo is Halo Infinite is one of them. That's my closing statement on Halo. I do have one more thing about Halo. Uh, Do you think we'll see co op next season? Or actually, 
They they did come out and they said co-op will not be in season two now. People were speculating. They, they were first like, yeah, it is. But now it's like, no, it's not. Do you think there will be co-op in the near future? And forge mode. Do you think there will be a forge mode at all? There's a, there is going to be a forge mode. That's, that is happening. It did. It needed more time. It needed way more time to be developed. The multiplayer too. Like they, they, they both needed to be developed for way longer. It wasn't ready to come out. Um, I just, it just doesn't feel finished. Like the game just doesn't feel done. It, 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 and it, and I hate saying that. Like I, I, I've put like 80 hours into Halo so far, like just getting all this shit done. And I, I hate the fact that I don't, not a really a big fan of Halo Infinite. Like, and I, I want to, I, I want to love it. Like, cause I fucking love Halo, but it's just, it's just hard to, 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 to like it. No, well, understandable, man. But uh, no, like, it, it, you know what? If co-op ain't coming out for another year, dude, that's pathetic. That is pathetic. And I'm, I hate sounding like an armchair developer, but like, honest to God, like, you it's one of the big serious. selling points of Halo. People love doing the campaigns with their yeah. buddies. You know how much fun it would be to do a campaign with my buddies or do, do this open world campaign? Like, Sarah loves the Halo campaigns. Um, and I would love to play like this new campaign with my buddies and zip around and get in warthogs and just dick about like a yeah. fucking gorilla and 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 just screw around with my buddies but it's like dude like come on and and forge like the fact that they're taking so much time with forge it's like dude the hell like are you kidding me man but all right well with that then that wraps up this week's main topics and we will dive into the bonus level Wacky lists, weekly reports, and a look back at video game history. Here's this week's bonus level. Uh, starting off, community quarter, no questions this week. Uh, if you do want to submit your questions, be sure to join the official Tony's Game Lounge Discord, and we will get uh, questions uh, where you can submit your questions every week. Uh, sometimes we get them, sometimes we don't. Slow week this week, but hey, that's all good. Moving on to top five. Back to Destiny. Top five new exotics in The Witch Queen. There isn't actually a crazy amount of exotics, honestly, but um, counting both armor and weapons, uh, Osteostriga is probably the best weapon. Uh, so that's... Uh, it, oh, oh, okay, let me start from the beginning. Uh, my fifth one um, is the is the new Titan chess piece that, that replaces the barricade with Stasis. Tons of build potential with that one. Um, that, that's my five. Four is... Um, uh dead messenger uh the um the 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 grenade launcher that shoot that changes the elephants and uh, uh-huh. shoots, uh shoots yes. the wave i did that one on purpose don't don't yes. you worry that one is really really good um the warlock uh the warlock boots the new warlock boots that it turns your empowering rift into a healing rift so you get the best of both worlds honest uh, 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 always uh which is awesome that's my number three Two is uh the and I haven't played this yet, but seeing seeing the synergy with Void 3.0 and seeing the weapon in used in PvP and PvE, it looks really cool and I really want it. Is the uh and I actually don't know the name of this. It's the raid, it's the raid Vow the Disciple weapon. That looks awesome. And uh Osteostriga is my number one because that is the craftable exotic and 
it is insane in PVE. Uh, it's really, really good. And uh, expecting it to be nerfed, but uh, no, there's there's a lot of good exotics, uh, except for hunters. And I'm not, a, but I'm not a hunter main, so I don't care. It's okay. Fuck hunters. As a guy who was a hunter main in Destiny, I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, uh, the hunters like can turn invisible, and that's it. Uh, that's all they can do. In in the, with the Void 3.0, it's invisibilities upon invisibilities. That's all it is. We sneaky. Literally, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just. It, they they got screwed. They have a they. Okay, I I need a okay side kind of tangent here. Um, they have a, an exotic where if you use the guard function on one of the arc strider abilities, the 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 projectiles that are ricocheted off and <laughs> do extra damage to combatants. In, Ooh, in, no, that sucks. It's awful. Oh. Because you're not it, like you're not deflecting nova bombs every thirty seconds, and like a, uh, a nova bomb always is like an insta kill. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's like what like what? Like, sorry, wh- why? Gotcha. Okay. So I don't know. There's the other one does something else. I couldn't be fucked. I don't get, I don't care enough about hunters. Okay. Uh, that's top five. Moving into this week in gaming history, here's what happened in the past from March 14th to 20th. On the 14th, 2003, Square Enix Square releases Final Fantasy Origins for the PlayStation in North America. Included are the enhanced remakes of Final Fantasy 1 and 2. March 15th, 1997, in Seattle, Washington, the GameWorks Video Arcade opens. Partners of the GameWorks company are DreamWorks, Universal Studios, and Sega Enterprises of Japan. The main attraction was the virtual reality interactive game designed by Steven Spielberg, where up to 12 players are seated around columns of three video screens. As cyborgs are shot, the player is raised with the object being to reach the top. The cost to play was $4 US. March 16th, 2010, Sony released God of War 3 for the PlayStation 3 in North America. March 17th, 2017, Ubisoft released Ghost Recon Wildlands for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That is a video game ever made. That is... (laughs) Oh, boy. March 18th, 1998, Sony released the black and white diamond pattern DualShock controller for the PlayStation in Japan. March 19th, 1999, SNK released the Neo Geo Pocket Color handheld video game system in Japan. As the Neo Geos really didn't see much outside of Japan, I believe. And lastly, March 20th, 2006, 2K released Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion for the 360 in North America. Dude, shit. So this upcoming Sunday is Oblivion's 16th anniversary. Uh, The achievement of the week is in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok, see no evil, which is to teleport, assassinate two enemies, and fly away without being detected. And the game, or games of the week, as I will give it to two games, I'm giving it to Persona 4, Rita Ultimax, and Tunic, because Tunic looks like a lot of fun, like a Zelda little successor. You play as a little fox in a, like, a Zelda-style type game. And that is everything, Jackson. Thank you for coming back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Where can we find you on the internet? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't done any Twitch at all. I, I've long since given that up. Uh, I I don't know if you want to follow me, just Jackson on Instagram. Uh, it's J U S S T Jackson. 
uh, CK, of course. Um, yeah, that's that's about it, really. Alrighty. Of course, you can find me all over the place. Twitter, Radio Tony, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch. Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, we, uh, we have new emotes on the Twitch channel, and we have them all unlocked because of two very generous yet crazy uh, people that I have in my streams uh, who I do want to give a shout out. TC and Veronica, thank you guys again for helping me break our sub goal of over 100 subs in like a day within the span of 10 minutes. I am still broken from that. <laughs> it's uh, crazy, but we have brand new emotes. Uh, they're really cool. You should come check them out. We have some follower emotes now, which is also cool. So come check those out on the Twitch. We will be playing uh, Bloodborne soon, actually. I will be playing my first Souls game ever, and I'm a little excited. Hey, actually, speaking of Souls games, I beat Dark Souls 3 the other day. That's my first Souls game ever. let's go. Yeah, so it's cool. That's fine. Nice. Are you going to play Elden Ring? I'm going to wait for it to go on sale. Uh, I'm going to play it eventually. It looks really fun, but I'm going to wait for all the guides and whatnot to come out and my friends to kind of beat it and them to figure it out and i i'm gonna wait it seems like the type of game where if i get stuck i'm gonna be a bitchy and, and just <laughs> not uh not finish it fair so, enough yeah fair enough all right uh yes and thank you once again jackson for coming on no problem and thank you the listener for tuning in we will be back next week with matoy we should be back next week with matoy so look forward to that as i'm sure we'll be talking some more speed running stuff and Sonic things, and everything else in between. See you next week, back here in the Game Lounge. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast, and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch for more updates.